Hey, I'm Scott McIntyre. And I'm Christina McIntyre. Welcome to the Enduring Hope Podcast, where we encourage you to trust God in every circumstance. One thing Christina and I love about our ministry is the opportunity we get to serve others as a couple. Sometimes we get to bring our children along too, which we appreciate because family time is so precious and important. One of the downsides is that many of our ministry events require us to be away on Sunday, which means we miss out on attending our local church. We still have family devotion times and many times we're in other churches, but we do miss our own church family. We're blessed to have a church we'd love to attend, but we know that's not the case for everyone. In fact, we know people who are questioning the importance of church attendance altogether, especially after many have become used to watching church online, cozied up on the couch and avoiding the challenge of getting kids out the door, and it's tough to give all that up. Then you add all the confusion and negativity we hear about church from our culture. You know, often these claims are faulty, but hearing about the dysfunction in some churches, and let's be honest, in all of our hearts, can definitely contribute to our own skepticism. So why can't we just keep our relationship with Jesus personal and at home? Do we really need those four walls? Those are important questions. And, you know, the church is far more than a building. It's the body of all true believers all over the world with Jesus Christ as the head. In the early church, they had no special building, but they did gather regularly in local fellowships. Acts 2, 42 to 46 describes what they did. It says, And they devoted themselves to the apostles' teaching and the fellowship, to the breaking of bread and the prayers, and awe came upon every soul, and many wonders and signs were being done through the apostles. And all who believed were together and had all things in common, and were selling their possessions and belongings and distributing the proceeds to all as any had need. And day by day, attending the temple together and breaking bread in their homes, they received their food with glad and generous hearts." The early believers met anywhere they could, any day they could. They didn't just meet on Sunday. It says they met day by day. That's such beautiful commitment to each other. Believers assembled regularly in the Old Testament too. God often instructed his people to gather to listen to his word and to praise him for all he had done for them. Scripture encourages believers to gather for several reasons. Some we see in the verse we read from Acts chapter 2. First, we see their devotion to the apostles' teaching. They studied God's word together, which helped them avoid falling for false doctrine. And we need that same support today. Ephesians 4.14 says we need this training so that we may no longer be children tossed to and fro by the waves and carried about by every wind of doctrine, by human cunning, by craftiness in deceitful schemes. Being part of a local church also helps us love one another more intentionally and consistently. When we get together, we're reminded to encourage one another. We hear about local needs and we can enjoy participating in and witnessing the sacraments of communion and baptism together. There's something so special about standing together to remember Christ's sacrificial atonement for our sins. We really do need those corporate moments of repentance and humility. And we need to pray and petition God together. Corporate prayer edifies and connects our hearts in a unique way, bonding us together in a special type of fellowship we don't get at work or on the playground. Philippians 4, 6-7 says, Do not be anxious about anything. But in everything, by prayer and petition, with thanksgiving, present your requests to God. 
and the peace of God, which transcends all understanding, will guard your hearts and your minds in Christ Jesus. One other thing I appreciate about the local church is all the good we can do when we pool our resources together. When we combine our time, talent, and treasure, we can bring the gospel to the least and the lost in great ways. Yes, that unity of heart and mission makes a huge statement to our communities and to the world. We are Jesus' hands and feet following his example as we love people the way he did, which stands in stark contrast to a world filled with such division and hostility. Despite its flaws and failures, Jesus loves the local church. And when we join with fellow believers to worship him and love one another, he is glorified and honored. It might not always feel convenient, but when we pack up the car on Sunday morning for the purpose of loving God and others, our own lives can be enriched and blessed in ways that bolster our faith and minister deeply to our soul. So let's savor the time we get to spend in fellowship with one another, praising God's name and building each other up. And if you haven't been to church in a while, let us encourage you to step back into that specific body of believers. If you've got a church near you which teaches the Bible and loves the gospel, I think you'll find that there are people there who want to serve you, and there are people there who need to be served by you. Don't miss that opportunity. And if there's not a good Bible-believing church nearby, maybe you can start one. There are so many resources out there. And if we can be of help to you and pointing you in the right direction, reach out to us and we'd love to give you some ideas. If you have a question, you need prayer, or you need help taking the next step in your spiritual journey, reach out to us on scottmcadara.com. We would love to hear from you. 